Welcome to the Patient Growth Accelerator Podcast, a podcast created for doctors and practice managers who want to amplify their brand and accelerate growth at their practice. If your goal is to attract more patients online and retain them for life, then you've come to the right place. I'm going to show you how you can captivate potential patients, connect them to your services, and convert them into new returning patients year after year. This episode is brought to you by Visual Vibes Studios, a video production, branding, and medical marketing agency for doctors. Hey guys, joining me today, I have Chris Sheeler from IHC Systems, and we're going to be talking about the importance of patient education in healthcare. Thank you for having me, first of, of all. Honor to be here. Yes, um, my name is Chris Schleyer and I am a pelvic floor specialist. I work with OBGYN practices, urogynecologists. Um, I am a mobile service, so I help women that suffer from um, pelvic issues, bladder and bowel leakage, um, mild prolapse, painful intercourse. Uh, I go in to support the uh, practices by bringing the service in to see their patients so they're not having to be referred out to a, a urologist or a, another specialty they can get the service in office. Chris actually is in a unique position where she um, works with both the provider directly and the patient, um, which gives her a unique perspective on how patient education can actually impact a medical practice such as an OBGYN office. Um, so, Chris, do you think patient education is an important investment for practices? That's a very good question. I can share this testimony. When I first began, I um, actually recommended this program as a mobile service to the manufacturer um, of the equipment that I use. The first thing, and there was on that call, the uh, it was a, it's a huge company, um, half a billion dollar company, and they have this um, equipment that we use, and they had successfully um, placed it into several urology practices around the country. And what they found was it was they were sending it back. It wasn't that the equipment didn't work um, because I'm using it effectively, but they could not figure out why patients were not returning to complete their series of um, appointments. Mm -hmm. And so the only thing that they said, and they had the CEO, the COO, the CFO, you know, all the C's on the phone. <laughs> and, um, and they said, hey, if you can figure out how to get patients to complete their series so that they can reach their goal, then, um, you know, we love to learn from that. So um, we knew that was a challenge. So as we began to um, start seeing patients, what we noticed was the key was the educational component. Um, people don't believe what they don't understand. Mm -hmm. And so as they would come, and we're so accustomed to this in, in healthcare, where we will go to an appointment and um, we kind of check our brain. Mm -hmm. We really don't engage in the process of thinking for ourselves and hearing the information and, and requiring of the healthcare professional to help us understand why. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this? I want to understand it because if they understand the mechanisms of action, whether it's about the prescription or the procedure, then they're more likely to engage it in what, what, whatever way they can participate to contribute to a better end goal. So we began creating um, patient education series. Chris is a very strategic thinker. I worked with her a lot and, and I noticed that about you. So it's mm -hmm. actually interesting how you were able to use data to come up with that conclusion that patient education could be the solution for this and it turned out being that way. Um, yes. So it's very interesting that you're able to um, you know, look 
deep into the metrics and figure out that, you know, this is the fundamental issue. Patients need to be educated on this particular thing yes. in order to improve it. Um, so would you agree that education helps patients make more informed decisions based on um, that example? Oh, absolutely. We have learned um, by asking questions both um, for a question of why the patient does or doesn't come to participate, um, the ones that engage more in the treatment as we're going along, the ones that successfully complete, the ones that actually continue doing what we recommend at the end. We have followed up to ask them survey questions and we found out for each of those areas, what are the um, objections, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then we have began to create responses to those to educate them um, through a lot of working with your company and, and giving us um, tools designed to, as you use the word, nurture. Mm -hmm nurture the patient to help answer the questions or resolve the objections in their mind mm -hmm. as to why each step along the way um, so they can see a benefit for them or not. But mm -hmm. it has drastically changed, as you said, our metrics. Mm -hmm. And we track each step along the way because we want to help them. Yeah. That's why I started doing this. Yeah. So um, I like that you use survey questions. A lot of um, you know medical practices don't take this approach but it's so important to actually ask the patients mm -hmm. the questions that you have in your mind about like why are they not responding to this particular thing mm -hmm. so it's very um effective to use survey questions to get that clarity and help make your your strategy more effective so how can patient education decrease the provider's liability in the practice um that's an excellent question you know, I, I support the provider. So um, in terms of liability, I had to think about this one where I would see that um, I, I work with a lot of obese and we're talking about, you know, having babies. And mm -hmm. that's actually one of the areas in medicine where there is the highest um, incidence of um, litigation that occurs. And um, as you can imagine, the things mm -hmm. that happen with babies. So the more that you're, again, equipping that patient with how they can participate they have a part mm -hmm. it's not um un helping them understand all of their parts along the way mm -hmm. up to that delivery um it's going to help them have better outcomes mm -hmm. and therefore you have a lower risk of complications mm -hmm. and therefore you have lower risk of litigation and needs for that so that mm -hmm. was the area where i saw the biggest opportunity especially and i'm sure that's true in any specialty yeah if you're going to have a, a surgery procedure there mm -hmm. are absolutely um things they can participate in. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, right off the bat, the first appointment with a patient, I tell them that, you know, think of me like a, a coach, if you will, and a mm -hmm. provider could do the same. If you came and saw me once a week, I don't care if you saw me once a week for 52 weeks, it's what you do between now and that next visit mm -hmm. that's going to have the biggest impact on your success. And then I equip them and arm them or provide them or nurture them with information mm -hmm. to uh, consider that. Mm -hmm. So we're partners in this. Wow, I didn't think about that, but definitely a good investment for practices, especially in the OBGYN space, to invest in um, to decrease that uh, level of liability. Absolutely. Yeah. So how can patient education increase adherence to medication and treatments? Again, it goes back to we don't believe what we don't understand. So mm -hmm. if I'm taking a medicine um, just because the provider, I'm not saying not take it because they recommend it, mm -hmm. but I should understand um, what's the mechanism of action in my body that's going to occur from taking this and also understand any side effects. I mean, this provider, you know, they're seeing a patient on average every 15 minutes. 
they're having to process a lot of information. There's so much pressure on them. And, and my observation and opinion experience out in the field mm -hmm. is that we go in and expect them to um, just know everything about us in 15 mm -hmm. minutes and reading these charts and just make perfect decisions. Mm -hmm. But we know ourselves better than anyone else. Mm -hmm. So if there's information provided to me about that treatment or that medication as specifically we're mm -hmm. talking about, and I take my time to understand it more mm -hmm. and how it's going to help me, um, again, any risk or side effects related to my own health, mm -hmm. then I'm partnering again with that provider that I'm going to have the best outcome for me and they're going to have the best outcome. And mm -hmm. also it reduces litigation again. Mm -hmm. So um, that's where I see the education helping in that area. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, and patient education is a huge part of content marketing um, because it ties into that nurture aspect. Mm -hmm. First, you have to nurture your audience in order to convert them. Um, your team has helped to um, um, help to teach us to um, understand how to look at these metrics and track um, some of this and to have um, platforms that are both um, videos and um, and emails, um, there's text, there's a little bit mix of all. Um, I would like to tell you that I know the metrics on, um, I know our open rate of the emails um, mm -hmm. and our click rate, and it's very high, you have told us. Um, mm -hmm. We have listened to what you've said <laughs> and um, have a very good open rate. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a balance between those emails. Some have a video um, right when they you know, open it, it's going to be a video there. And some um, definitely are um, just co copy, I think is the word, mm -hmm. just an email. Yeah. Email and video um, are great content marketing strategies to help increase your, um, to make your patient education strategy a little bit more effective. Yes. But what I love in what you just mentioned is that it simplifies these complex um, decisions um, with, you know, by educating your patient, whether it's through email or video, it's simplifying these complex procedures and educating them on how to make these more informed decisions based on that information that you're providing. So does educating your patients ensure continuity of care and reduce complications, in your opinion? In my opinion, and the data that we've seen, again, going back to when I first um, presented um, the idea of doing the, the mobile service and they said see if you can see them completing their um, mm -hmm. their appointments um, when we first started our uh, the amount of patients that refer that actually engaged and started was around 38 percent now we have offices that will run as high as 62 percent of mm -hmm. a patient that gets referred over that they are being able to have that at least that first appointment. Mm -hmm. um, the amount of patients that were, um, after you scheduled them, were showing to the appointment, um, or in each appointment that you've scheduled them, leave it averaged 68%. I have offices that will run 82% of patients wow. that we schedule that will actually come to that appointment that they've, they've scheduled mm -hmm. um, and complete their series. So we have, uh, a, so the answer is absolutely no doubt because mm -hmm. all along, not just to, we found it takes about five touch points, at least in, in our um, work, for a patient to uh, have gathered enough information um, to find the value, mm -hmm. to um, work with our team to help them resolve their issues, about five touch points on average. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have found as well, what is the information that, will cause them to complete the series and therefore 
um, be successful because that's our goal. Mm -hmm. We didn't start this just to have some appointments and, and you know, talk a bunch, you know, have people mm -hmm. listen. We want to make sure we're effective, mm -hmm. that we resolve women suffering from these issues. That's why we do it. Mm -hmm. So if we can't help them finish, mm -hmm. then that's that's our only objective. We might as well do something else. So, yeah, yeah the data is proof. That is, um, and I'm not I, sure if I answered the question. But. Of course, yes. <laughs> I, and actually, I love that you you mentioned five touch points. A lot of people go into marketing, um, in content marketing specifically, thinking, oh, if I send this one email blast, I'll get the results that I need. But um, as you mentioned here, I needed five touch points, and you always say it's not an overnight solution. It's the same with marketing as well. That's good. Um, so it's nice that you're looking at your data and you're adapting your strategies and making adjustments, um, and you have a process. Um, that yes. works for you. Your email metrics look amazing. So like Thank your you. five touch points are showing that, you know, this is a process that you really have to invest the time and effort in to make it effective for you. Yes. Um, so with that said, how can patient education lead to better patient satisfaction with providers and overall care? So what we, uh, one of the phrases we use is um, in the absence of value, price is an issue. And we think of the word price often as just a dollar amount, what a patient paid. But their time, in our opinion, what we've found is a higher dollar value, their time to come to the doctor. Mm -hmm. um, and all that it took, you know, a lot of them have um, kids, they're finding childcare, all of that, their time value. So if there's not value, for the appointment, which is not, again, just coming to the appointment to hear some information, but understanding how to be successful long-term, mm -hmm. how to resolve this, how to not come back and have this issue again, mm -hmm. or have other issues as a result of it, because again, they weren't educated mm -hmm. on how to be successful through this. Um, and what I notice when our patients leave, because we, um, one of our um, mantras um, is to empower women. Mm -hmm. um, and restore hope. And so you're empowered with information, with understanding, knowledge, mm -hmm. understanding, and wisdom, all three. And mm -hmm. so we endeavor through each thing that we write. It's not just information. It needs to be information that there's an understanding that's very simple from it, but also there's uh, some wisdom that mm -hmm. um, when they leave, they feel um, the hope restored, what we see it comes from is that level of education. They go, I understand this. Mm -hmm. I'm not um, scared. Mm -hmm. I'm not concerned. I'm not anxious about this issue. Mm -hmm. I now understand we subscribe to as the body gets healthy, things begin to restore themselves. Mm -hmm. And all that we have to do is show them how to create a healthy, mm -hmm. for us, a, you know, healthy pelvic floor, mm -hmm. healthy body, all of it matters. And the body's designed to restore itself. Mm -hmm. And with that understanding, they leave there going, okay, I know what to do, mm -hmm. so I know I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And then they win. Oh, I love this. And at the center of content marketing is offering value, and Chris is doing a tremendous job of doing this. In Thank fact, you. I love the, the fact that you've connected your patient educational strategy to your mission and vision. You're mm -hmm. not just educating the patient for the sake of you know, just benefiting your business, but to actually give value back to your patients so that they're walking away saying, I got so much value outside of just my treatment. Yep. I now understand everything involved in pelvic floor therapy. And I feel connected to you, Chris, my provider and my brand and her brand, you mm -hmm. know, so that's, that's good. The empowering thing about patient education. It's more than just teaching. 
Um, there's yes. a lot that comes from this investment, um, as you can see with your business. And, and if I can add, I believe yeah. that it also evokes a higher level of trust in the, the provider, the person that you're working with, that mm -hmm. you absolutely know that they are not here because there's appointment schedule and they're just trying to fill up their day with a you know, a bunch of patients, they understand mm. that you're pouring everything in you, yeah. you can in that 15 minutes because you really want to see them um, be successful and have, you know, restore their health in whatever area that they're struggling with. Um, and sometimes we can begin to question and think in medicine, gosh, am I just a number? And, you mm -hmm. know, they're just, you know, running me through. But mm -hmm. when they leave with the education, I believe mm -hmm. it really um, is a trust factor. That's how the patients feel about that. Yes, and um, building these value-centered relationships really help with retention as well. So if patient retention is an issue that you guys are experiencing, patient education is something that you definitely want to invest in. And Chris is living proof. <laughs> I am. I am. So Chris, um, boiling down towards the end here, how has educating your patients directly impact growth at your business? Um, so... Every patient that I see will always say, I talked with someone, whether it's a family member, a sister, because uh, you know we work with women. Mm -hmm. um, all of this is good for men as well. <laughs> um, but they always talk about telling their friends, their family members, someone about it. Um, so it, even if they don't get referred, they don't live in our area and they don't get referred to us, mm -hmm. they're at least searching for more information to see how they can get help and they mm -hmm. believe then that there's a solution and mm -hmm. you just don't have to suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. So it absolutely expands um, at least that area. And again, then they know these are um, this is a provider that they can trust that really mm -hmm. has their best interest, wants to see them when, wants to see their body get healthy, isn't looking to just line up their day with a bunch of appointments. I, I, mm -hmm. I think it, which grows organically, mm -hmm. it can't not. You yeah. know, people trust someone. Um, when they trust someone, they want to work together and partner with them because they know that they have their best interests in mind. Mm -hmm. So does that directly affect patient retention as well with your business? I know you mentioned a little bit about referrals. Um, is it more referral growth or um, retention growth? So indirectly, because we don't have patients um, organically through the internet that can come directly to us. They have to come to the practice mm -hmm. and then the, the uh, provider talks to them and presents and introduces this um, treatment, this procedure, mm -hmm. public floor therapy, and then they're referred in. Mm -hmm. So indirectly, it would um, increase our growth because as the patient is successful and very satisfied mm -hmm. and felt such a um, high value, we hope, um, and we believe that's what's occurring, when they go see their doctor and their doctor says, hey, a year ago I referred you to pelvic floor, how did that go? I was speaking with a doctor at a new account I had. He had pelvic floor therapy service in his office a couple years ago. The person was doing it, had a um, baby, and was they didn't, haven't had it in office for a couple of years, so they've been referring out. Mm -hmm. He said to me, I'm so glad to have the service in office again because when we're referring out, we see that around 70% when they come back a year ago never followed through to participate. Mm. Well, I've already shared our numbers that we have offices that have as many. That means 30% are about what they see or participating when they're referred out. Mm -hmm. But as you know, I have offices that have as many as 62% that are participating, mm -hmm. but it, it goes back around that testimony, their experience with us, 
they go tell their provider who then is more um, confident mm -hmm. that this really helps. And so when they speak with their patients about pelvic floor, mm -hmm. they speak to it from testimonies of this patient told me this, this patient told me that. They're mm -hmm. reporting real testimonies, mm -hmm. which makes the patients us get more volume. So wow. it's an indirect circle that is mm -hmm. happening. Wow. Yeah. So something as simple as just educating mm -hmm. your patients has such a domino effect and so many positive aspects in your business. Absolutely. Referral, retention, boosting credibility, building trust. Yes. Um, this is incredible. So thank you so much, Chris, for thank coming you. in and talking about your experience with patient education and how it's grown, has helped grow your business um, and has so many positive effects on your business and anyone else who is looking to invest in it. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for sharing all of these valuable tips with us and even sharing some of your data. That was, um, you know, it, it was nice that you're able to link everything to these solid examples within your business so that people can relate to it a lot better. So thank you so much for, you know, doing all of that. My pleasure. I, I, um, I'm passionate about small businesses and or medium or large, but you know, I'm a small business, so I'm passionate about helping um, small businesses to understand what they can do to help more people. They started with a heart to want to help people, not just let me just start a business and figure out what I'm going to do. They had a passion for something. Yeah. And um, so I'm happy to share. I thank you so much. We have our team and working with you and what your team, because we, your team, the value from working with your team, um, as I've always said, it's mm -hmm. you've always over-delivered mm -hmm. from even what our expectation was, which is a really high bar, <laughs> um, but your team has always um, over-delivered. We know that you really want to see us succeed. It's not mm -hmm. about you're just trying to get a client. Mm -hmm. We know that. But, but, that um, uh, what does it say? Behavior never lies. <laughs> yeah, so um, all the behavior, visual vibes is just professional, excellent, on point. And um, I would say that uh, we would not be able to be as confident in the things that we're doing and mm -hmm. um, competent in the things <laughs> that we're doing without the support of your team. So thank you as well for having me. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. And if you guys want to check out Chris and IHC Systems, you can go to pelvicfloortherapy.com. Thank you for listening to the Patient Growth Accelerator podcast. See you next time. Mm -hmm.